I'm Tom Saunders getting through this in Los Angeles, California, where I just learned that one of my brothers didn't invite me to his family get-together in Michigan. Repeatedly, year after year, I was not invited. How did I find out? I called him up to wish him a happy birthday. And he told me that he had invited everybody else in the family. Now, I have five brothers and one sister. They were, he told me he invited them repeatedly, but not me. Now, I didn't pin him down on this because it was a birthday call. Uh, so uh, I'm left with this question. What should I say to Albert? Which sounds like a title of a book that you might not buy uh, but uh, you might think, hmm, what's that about? What should I say to Albert? What, should I even call him back? And if so, how soon? And, and again, what would I say? And should I even reveal such personal dirty laundry on this particular pod? These are questions that, that uh, one thing I know this, if I do talk about my family, which apparently that's, that's what's happening, I've promised myself to see if I can do so without using the word weird. And this is Scott Blakeman in Brooklyn, New York, putting up my shingle as podcast therapist, uh, which is a, 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 this is a groundbreaking segment. Tommy, you have not discussed your family. You're one of seven, uh, and which is uh, uh, quite interesting. And um, uh, to our listeners and to myself, and uh, I think I see the makings not just of a uh, historic podcast segment, but of a new PBS documentary along the likes of the Loud family that made such a splash in the 1970s. Uh, and uh, we can't cover it all today, but no. I, I feel like uh, the question that all of our listeners and they're sending in their questions, even though they're not really hearing at this moment, but I'm sensing what those questions are. Uh, how did he, he just basically said, oh, and by the way, I didn't invite you this year and I've never invited you oh. or haven't in many years. Was it just he kind of threw that out there. Uh... You know, you, 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 that's a very, very good question. Uh, um, and I do have, I hope my answer is as good, but I'm not sure that it will be. Um, the, uh, the way it happened is I call him up and I, I remember, um, well, I called him up and I said, uh, I said to him, I says, uh, so uh, another one of those kind of family reunions in, in Michigan. Well, first I said, happy birthday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're and, doing a great thing right there. You're calling him for his birthday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and then I said, uh, so how's it going? Plus, he, uh, also, Albert's somebody who doesn't it's very difficult to have a conversation with him on the phone. It's there's a lot of silences. <laughs> They're very short answers followed by steely silence. Would not be a good interview guest. Uh, oh, my God. It'd be t you'd have to do a lot of editing afterwards. Um, yeah. And it would look really jerky. Um, but uh, so I sort of um, I didn't want to create an uncomfortable situation. You don't want things to be uncomfortable when you call up uh, somebody uh, for his birthday and say uh, uh, that's not the idea is discomfort. No. You want no. something to be happy. Uh, you want the yeah. call to be almost like a little gift if you Oh yeah, uh, putting him at ease, a very, yeah, an audio gift. Uh, an enjoyment. Uh, uh, telephonic, uh, yeah. Yes, telephonic yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, birthday present. And you expected him to, in a very curt way, but you know, as is Albert, 
to, oh, thank you for calling, Tom. Uh, appreciate it. Or maybe that would be too many words, but he would, you would think he'd acknowledge it happily and not come back with anything distressing himself. Right. Something yeah. pleasant and so on. But, yeah. but I, it, it really was this sort of awkward thing where I was saying, so, um, so who's who's at the at the uh, get together, the Michigan get together that I I didn't say that I had never been invited to. That was just and going on. Uh, it was going on as as we speak, right? Uh, so, and this is some place they go to on the on the Michigan side upper. of Lake Michigan, where and he uh, says, "Oh, it's great. The water's much warmer than on the other side, which is really cold, right? So it's a really good thing that you're not getting." But he doesn't say that you're not invited to, but he does talk it up, right? Now, does he, did you know that he, they were having that reunion then? Yeah, I did one? because my sister was, was going, my sister went there. Oh, right? okay. So she traveled actually in this yeah. coronavirus oh, wow. from Chicago to Michigan. Wow. Is this uh, the upper peninsula in, of Michigan? In a car. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Or UP as the insiders call it. But uh, so she got a car and drove. That's, 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 well, that's an inspiring thing for all of us who you can get out and, do stuff and uh, well, so hopefully she about she's yeah. you know she she was uh, it's a safe thing to do we don't we don't know they yeah. and then he said that they had quarantined prior to mm. this to this event so uh, so uh, they being um, Albert's wife and his two daughters and their I, I guess they have four kids and two husbands so a lot of people eleven people yeah uh, that's one more I reminded him then that is supposed to be ten or fewer. Ah, I think. Well, Gretchen things. Whitmer uh, might be, get on that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, it'd be embarrassing if she'd have a news conference going, and uh, the numbers are stable. Of course, there was a group, you know, Albert and uh, his family and, uh, you know, the, that <laughs> warmer lake in Michigan that's over. They went over the limit. And here's some pictures of them. And, you know, <laughs> just uh, shaming, you know. that He's shaming, would, public shaming. That. It's his birthday. And if you count, after. it's 11, not 10. Yeah, 11. yeah so we're going to have to, you know, so, but uh, uh, yeah, so you knew you weren't going. You couldn't have gone to this anyway. If no, you I weren't couldn't. invited. But you well, thought by that, this event. Yeah. by that, yeah, in this in this day and age, and that's the other part of this that that needs to be, uh, you know, needs to be part of the the emotional math here because we're talking yeah. about again a, mo a, 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 a an equation of um, of different. Um, well, let me give you an example. Uh, as you say. In this in this era of COVID nineteen, I'm not going to get on a plane and leave Los Angeles and go to Michigan, right? I'm not going to do right. it, even if I am invited to doing it, right? And driving once you get there, and, you know, and oh, and then yeah, it's yeah. it's up it's in some rural place. I have no idea how many planes I would even need to take. Yeah, yeah. right. And uh, but let's just assume it's it, it's one flight only. It's that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. And so then we get into, but that's not the point. The point is, it was several times, it, it, it suddenly became uh, 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 inescapable that multiple times, over many years, everyone is repeatedly invited, but not <laughs> me. <laughs> so that's several years. Can you imagine, Scotty? Can you, you have one sister, right? Yeah. Yes. And, but has that ever happened uh, that she's not invited you but well you're it's not the same situation you well, yeah because we're all the other same. siblings to be invited so yeah in a way that's that's something that you as a two sibling household avoided yeah there was yeah there was never right it was either all or none or 
you know, there wasn't, no, that never really came up. It wasn't like, why did you invite, there's no, who, someone else to not, to invite and not me. But now did Albert just sort of throw this out? Like, yeah, well, we've been coming here a lot. We've been having a lot of reunions and, uh, cause that would be something normally one would, you know, hide there, just not bring it up. There's, there's yeah, no right. Exactly. Up. Well, it yeah. wasn't, it, it, it was sort of, um, uh, yeah, I, I I'm going to, I actually should have recorded the conversation uh, so I could answer that specifically. With his permission. With but his did permission. you say to him? But, but I think I have to do that. I think I've got to call yeah. him back and, and, and record it. And maybe we'll do that for the podcast at some future time. I, I, I want to tease that out as a, as a possibility. Um, yeah. But, but. Uh, so did you, just to be clear, did you bring up like, well, have you been having these or did he just sort of blurred out, uh, by the way, yeah, you've never been, you haven't been invited to the last several. Or did you say, have there been other ones? And why haven't I, you know, it seems sort of a big thing to just sort of bring up uh, when it didn't have to. There was no reason for him in a nice birthday call. He could have said, yeah, this is going on. And, but he said, there've been many of these and you haven't been invited. So it's um, interesting. Um, right. That's the other thing why this has happened now i have some theories but i don't want to even raise them at this point right now the only no, true thing we know for sure because i want to give albert a chance to to explain himself is the only thing we know is i'm not invited to multiple to 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 the Dr michigan dream vacation <laughs> uh um it, it, that's the other thing who would ever guess that uh, a, a vacation in Michigan could be such an uh, uh, could have the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, now we're all that we're even siblings. talking about. Like, who even yeah. vacations in Michigan? Well, although I, I will say the the uh, Michiganers and uh, and the, the you know the Detroit area people do swear by it, and I think a lot of people in, in the Chicago area do talk about right. going up to UP and again and Michael Moore has a place in Traverse City, Michigan, which is supposed to be nice. So I, I've never experienced it. Personally. No, I, I, and, and as we know, you and I are, I, I raise that not as a, uh, as a uh, not to suggest that it's a bad thing. No, uh, no. Uh, But rather just as an interesting sidelight, like whoever talks about vacationing in Michigan, like this would be, if this were a This American Life uh, story, you, the, the, the fact that we're even talking about vacationing in Michigan would be one of the things that would keep me tuned in. See yeah, the, the quirky little the oh, quirkiness of it all, you know, and with a wink and no, and they, I'm always wanted. Yeah. So with this, no, when we, we, of course, you are from the heartland and I appreciate the heartland and there are many uh, wonderful uh, places in Wisconsin too, and all these great uh, areas. Uh, no, there I, are. And absolutely yeah. Door County, Wisconsin yeah. is supposed to be yeah. this great place that, that yeah. And Lake Geneva is a little more, uh, touristy but but very nice uh, also and, i like uh, touristy places now let's yeah. let's also remind uh, uh, i don't know if our listeners know this but uh um we like hanging out where the tourists hang out even even in our own home city of new york yeah enjoy oh yes absolutely being with tourists we welcome them and we we don't scorn tourist places no and i feel i want to walk back i feel sheepish about saying i hate that word touristy 
Well, for especially when you go to touristy places, you're the tourist too. But That's as right. you said, we welcome them in our own city. We many times sitting out in the Mas- Madison Square Park where the best Shake Shack is. Oh and, my God, the first magical, Shake Shack as far as I'm concerned. For, yeah, and it's it's a huge in the park and it's filled with tables that are always has availability and it's and it's a mixture of locals and tourists, which I always find are the best places in any city, like the High Line in New York, mixture of locals and tourists. And uh, that place is magical and we welcome them and they're always happy. There's a, a happy vibe like, what are we going to do later? Yeah, do yeah, 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 yeah. And they're, they're excited. They're looking up at the buildings and looking around at us like, which is what we do. People fortunate yeah. enough to live in this yeah. in this wonderful vacation paradise. I love tourists. And and I might say, Tommy, we are tourists in our own city because we have this a sense of awe all the time as tourists do. Yes. As even blocks we walk down every day. It's like, oh, I never noticed this building. Look at this thing on the outside we, and this. We approach and, and... life like we're tourists, Scotty. That was, yes. that, uh, this is, th- uh, how I, how I remember so many walks, we, I can, I can barely say the words uh, fast enough, <laughs> Scotty. So you've got to be patient. Uh, they yes. will come out in, in, in time. But uh, how we, uh, enjoyed walking down the streets of new york saying oh if this street this this uh 21st street were in any other or you know just pick a street a random street and we would marvel at how it would be the greatest boulevard the center of attraction in any (laughs) other city but new york so we appreciate uh, tourist uh, experiences and i personally am never happier than when i am a tourist Absolutely. And I just would say just to highlight that this sets us apart. This is who we are. If anybody wants a little elevator pitch, we are at are at any age, but especially now is uh, uh, we would be considered seniors and who are never supposed to leave the house, apparently. Yep. But we we're just so oh, we're like little kids in the mm-hmm. best sense of the word. We are. And my dad was who lived to 100 right to the end. He was always like, wow, look at this. You go to a restaurant, well, look at the tiles, look at the mirrors, yeah. the way they, and you notice things and you're in awe of things awe. and you're grateful and appreciative. And that is what people need to do these days and, and any day. Any day. Scotty, it's so true. And especially now that we're staying close to home, a lot of yes. people are, are, are staycationing. And I do see people in the neighborhood. I see people in the neighborhood. Yeah. Let's start with yeah. that. Uh, 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 but also people setting up their lawn chairs in their front yard yeah. and, 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 and drinking lemonades and, and, uh, 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 and, and, and uh, talking to each other. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Okay. The staycation, the, the, the tourism nearby is, is, uh, has now become a thing. Yeah. And this is where our philosophy really, really kicks in, Scotty, because we always have had the philosophy of approach life, approach your world, your home, as if you're a tourist looking in wonder and thrilling at every new little little Absol- uh, observation. Absolutely. And that's what we do every day. And I even even streets. I mean, I, you know, during these times, I do the same walk. I walk along the bay. I walk along the beach. But I'm walking along the bay and walking along a beach. I'm not walking along a piece of cardboard. It's it's always different in the ways and the sunset and the boats and the people and, uh, uh, you know, and so and that's a very small right. thing. That's not going out of the neighborhood. But and when I do, it's we always look for adventures and, and or we could read about adventures like I read in the 
uh, as we both do in the Financial Times about staycations in Britain where people are going to Cornwall or, or you know, places in within their own country. And so there's so many possibilities uh, for people. But again, it's the attitude. We're, we're the opposite of snarky. We're the opposite of, yeah, mm -hmm. been there, done that. I hate that expression. Yeah. Been there, done that. What does that even mean? No. You know. Uh, 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 absolutely. I, I don't like that expression either. It's, it's, it says, yeah, uh, everything's fun once. <laughs> then you have to move on. It's, it's a bad philosophy. Yeah, it's a very limiting. Very limiting. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't even say everything is fun once. It just says, been there, done that. It doesn't even <laughs> claim that, the, that whatever it was. was right, you just doing. went through it. That was it. Uh, but we, it's a possibility. So, Scotty, yes, let, no, that, that I, 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 <laughs> I, I want to just say, can, there's some words that, um, you know, that we want to carve in stone for, you know, so that people a thousand years can enjoy our, the workings of our minds. But uh, there are other phrases that, sh that uh, should be enshrined in infamy and been there, done that. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I can imagine. How about this, Scotty? A graveyard <laughs> for cliches. Wow. Think of it, Scotty. Think of it. Instead of gravestones with sad, uh, 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 which, by the way, tend to have cliches <laughs> like loving husband and father. Beloved is always in there. Beloved. Yeah. You don't usually uh, use that very often in real life. Yeah. But imagine instead of burying humans, yeah. you buried cliches mm. and you had a, a, a stone after stone and one of them would be been there, done that. It sounds like a New Yorker cartoon, but it could be a real thing. And you would do the dates, you know, when it first became a part of the vernacular. Right. Yes. And then when, and when we decided it was over. And we decided yes. that we'd kill off the... And, and such a positive thing. And then people like us, uh, we would walk through these places happily. You know, cemeteries are not happy places, but a, but a repository of dead, bad phrases and, and cliches would be a delightful <laughs> place for a picnic and for a, a stroll. Uh, That's, and, and you have wonderful, elaborate gravestones. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Sometimes gravestones in the past, I mean, now they're very, they're, they're extremely grim, uh, which some people think they should be grim, right? It's a gravestone, yep. right? Uh, if there's anything that should be grim, it would be a gravestone. But in the past, they would have uh, statues of angels and and and, and knights, uh, uh, you know, and and uh, obviously you'd have to be wealthy. Yeah, the mausoleum, wealthy, yeah, the huge them. things, yeah. But 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 imagine gravestones for cliches could have statuary that presented the cliche and why it was comically uh, uh, tiresome. Well, Tommy, again, I I don't know how many times I've said this, and each time I've said it, I, I can't believe it, but. I've often said that, that we come up on a daily basis and we do the show seven days a week with an idea that most people would be thrilled to come up with once in their lifetime and make a career out of it. I always say it's a Mr. Please don't squeeze the Sherman moment. Uh, the guy who yeah. came up with that line uh, got his yeah. own agency and he was set. It's, he didn't have to work another day a, in his life, which is the only, no. the only way to say it. He, he didn't have to yeah. work another day in his life. Never like he <laughs> no. didn't need any future employment. No, he never had to work another no. day in his life. But another but day that in his idea, life. Not a single not day. A single, like you think, maybe one day? No. no not he even didn't have to day. work. A, yeah. And so, but what that idea, Tommy, is brilliant. And yeah. I suspect it'll be in the New York Times Magazine in three weeks or the New Yorker. Uh, New both New of them seem to have picked up 
on our ideas three weeks later. I don't want to say this is not uh, out of any uh, anger or anything, but uh, very early on, just to, to summarize for our listeners, we came, you came up with the fashion. Why hasn't the fashion industry gotten involved with face masks? Well, Tommy, 29 million fashion face masks have been sold on Etsy, later. Etsy which is one <laughs> uh, you know, site, and articles wow. came up later. And I brought up uh, with schools, I proposed, well, how about uh, yeah. uh, outdoor classes? Uh, yeah, as, as, as they once were in 1918, back in the yes, of even when it was of Aristotle. Yes, and uh, now we've seen many articles uh, propping that uh, idea. And finally, amazingly, yesterday, The New Yorker, when you came up with your brilliant and to me completely original, which it was, uh, hot dog salad, I thought, well, we'll never hear the likes of that again. And in The New Yorker, <laughs> here's something to do hot dog salad. So are we putting out yeah. you know, this insidious stuff? Yeah. We're not saying that. We're sco- no, no, no. And, and oh, right. Is there a conspiracy, a conspiracy yeah. people listening in and then copying us yeah. for their uh, uh, for, for their own profit? We're not making that accusation, but we are certainly pointing out the, the, the hard truth that we're scooping uh, all these uh, supposed news leaders. <laughs> and, and we're doing so again and again and again. And it's not doing and, and, it, and it's it, it's it's by old fashioned. You want to say shoe leather. Yeah. Uh, but actually, shoe leather has very little to do with this. Um, yeah, because I'm wearing sock feet for one. Right. Day. And I wear sneakers quite often, which has no leather. Well, I guess there is a no. leather component to sneakers, but uh, you don't have to get them. You know, the guy, hey, hey son, you want to get those polished? <laughs> or, uh, no, they're sneakers. No, oh, some sneakers, of course, the dressy ones uh, do have yeah. leather, but that's a whole other uh, discussion. But Tommy, yeah. I have to reiterate this amazing idea, a cemetery for uh you know, cliche that should be uh, killed off. That, that, that must be killed yeah. off. And but really do it, like really do it, and have it somewhere and it becomes a tourist place. Yeah, <laughs> because we love tourists. Yeah, we love it, and we love tourists. Uh, and, and we and we've been there, and we've done that, and we're going back again. Yeah. That's how. That's the full. That's how, how I would put. Been there, done that, and enjoyed it very much, and probably will return. Yeah, right. To take it. That's the best way to kill a cliche. Expand yeah. on it. And refute it. <laughs> That's the thing. No one ever refutes them. You, you may say, you know, I don't like that, but just refute it. Going, yeah, we did, and um, oh, we oh, we went there, and we yeah, we did do that. And we're going back. I think three or four weeks. Uh, we'll have even better time this time. And then once the been cliche, there, done that. Yeah, and look forward to returning. Look forward to returning because they had, because had an amazing. Yeah, time. and you could see the cliche writer almost melt like yeah. a. Wizard of Oz, and uh, I guess that's where they melted, uh, or any other place where people have melted, you know, in, in film, not in real life. Uh, so. Right, now, if you're a cliche writer, I wonder if those guys, uh, just like the squeeze, please don't squeeze the Charmin guy, yeah. you know, was able to retire with that, just that one snappy slogan. Yeah. Um, if, is that, does that happen with cliche well, writers who, like the guy who invented been there, done that, who came up and, he, and, and, and who knows how much work it took, too. It seems like been there, already tried it. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been there before and done that and it was disappointing. You know, a lot, a lot of things that were oh. like we say, like we do, we, we, we you know, that they go through a lot before they come. Oh, up yeah. Cliches. So I, yeah, you know, and uh, uh, well, it is interesting, though, and we but we don't know, do they receive any remuneration? I mean, they certainly that's the yeah. thing. That's my question. Yeah. For all that work of coming up with the cliche that catches on, that becomes viral, that becomes a meme, 
You know, do they get, do, do they, and my guess is no, just like the people who come up with dirty jokes, like who are those guys? <laughs> yes. Or any joke, any kind of joke, joke, any joke that's in public, yeah, you know, there's no royalties, residuals. And what I was thinking on the other yesterday's episode, I believe um, we talked about uh, ghost writers. It was the day before I, this reporter. Uh, yeah. And it's... now I'm thinking, are there ghost writers for cliches? Yeah, you know, that, because we don't know who they are. Yeah, or all cliche and, writers are ghost writers. So it's a, in a sense, all cliche writers yeah. are ghost writers. So, so, and and if you and again, we we I always go to the paradigm, and it could it might not be a, a, a man on a date, it could be a girl, a woman on a date who's a who's a ghost writer for cliches. Now, if you met a woman and 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 you and and let's say you know she was cute, yeah. and you were going out on the date uh somewhere let's just say back back when you could go on dates yeah. right um and um and so far it's gone very well but you don't know what she does right, right? and then you find out you kind of dig a little deeper and uh eventually she says well i i write clichés i'm a ghostwriter <laughs> for clichés <laughs> And 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 uh, and now you're there. Now you're 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 there. You've already you know you've ordered the meal. Right. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. And it's like pretty How amazing. How do you deal with that situation? Yeah. Well, of course, I've never met anyone. You know, no one has. No, no, no. Of course, this is all hypothetical. Yeah. But no, I'm saying I've never previously met anyone who had written cliche. So it's exciting. But then also oh. a little. Uh, uh, yeah, some trepidation because what cliche? I was my mom going. Please That's be a what good I'm one. Saying. Do you? Yeah go there as they say yeah. that's another cliche right yeah uh i i guess i would yeah you want to find out w w did you come up with any cliches that i've heard and there could be right? one that uh may not be that uh, you know annoying hopefully uh i can't think offhand you know ones that have stood the test of time that are you know you don't get really irritated about but not these aggressively you know been there done that so i'm hoping i'd be saying to myself don't be please don't be don't have been there done that <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then she's, but okay, yeah. but let's yeah. say it is. Yeah. Let's say it, it, it's, it's, uh, um, well, let's think of some, what are, what are some other ones, you know, that, that are, uh, uh, well, then there's um, expressions this that drive me, you know, I got this, you know, which is people yeah. repeat on and on. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Don't go there. And, and it's, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. Or, or, you know. or, or everything happens for a reason. Now, I do hear, I have been on dates with people who say everything happens for a reason. Yeah. That one uh, I find uh, uh, less uh, annoying in that. Oh, I do. I find it. Because right away, yeah. I go to the Holocaust. Well, I go, what, what is, was the it, reason? That right away. Well, my thing, I, you know, my take, Tommy, is I say everything happened for a reason. That's just not always good reasons. That's my follow up. So. Yeah. Least a reason. So, so, yeah. so basically saying that everything happens for a reason doesn't necessarily help you. No, no, it's not saying, oh, okay, that that's explains it. No, it happened. It could be a bad reason. Could be a and bad reason. And it was reason. a bad reason, obviously, in the Holocaust and, and, and a million other situations. So, yeah, people assume, oh, it happens for a reason. So, oh, okay, okay, I feel exactly. better. Well, what's the reason for slavery? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so that to me, that that always, and from the first time I ever heard that cliche, I've always thought that was a that was a historically amoral cliche and a pointless one to even say. It's a, uh, utterly utterly pointless yeah. because of the historical yeah. uh, uh, um, amorality. Yeah. So uh, okay, so uh, okay, it's one thing to hear 
somebody say that and, it, and then my stomach tenses yeah. up. But another to meet the person who invented that cliche. Yeah. And she'd probably be an older woman oh, because she, it's been around oh, for yeah. a while. And maybe it's not a woman, too. No, it could be, that. right. Uh, but for, for the sake of the story, uh, this is a woman I find Yeah, out. for the sake of the story. Yeah, but now here's the and thing. And why so, should we always cast men in, in our uh, uh, hypothetical Well, I, I'm glad you bring that up because we have pledged on getting through this to uh, cast at least 50% uh, women in all of our anecdotes or uh, flights of fancy or, or hypothetical, hypothetical imaginings and, and, and uh, people of color. And, and, you know, because that's uh, I feel that we've been yes. uh, remiss with that. And, and, you know, and uh, and in and, and, and about 10 percent of the cases, there will be trans. people. Oh, absolutely. And I, 10%. I feel that we have no, no, no less than 10 yeah. percent is our goal. It's an aspiration. Yeah, we pledge to that. And we have also say we need to do better. And uh, <laughs> we have not uh, done as well as we could. And I know we can and we will. And we, uh, so, but, but Tommy, it's fascinating as we wind down, uh, here's my thing yeah. though, what if this woman on the date, and we're going, yeah, uh, what if she wrote it purely as, you know, for the, to pay the rent, even though you don't get paid, oh. she doesn't like it either. And she would say to me, yeah, she's like embarrassed by everything happens for a reason. Right. And, and then, and then you, you hear the real story. Well, she was living out of her car at the time. Yeah. And and she had two kids, and or maybe just one kid. Yeah, because then um, yeah. and and uh, and this was the this was her big break, you know. This was the thing that got her into you know the fancy the Plaza Hotel, right, right, know, living the high life. But she was and, writing um, things we liked before that, you know, fun little expressions, things that we come up with, you know. Uh, yeah, but. Those like are, yes, please. I like yeah, that that's one. that's cute. Yeah, and but anyway, so she and so she was n nervous because in in the story she likes me and she's afraid once I find out she knows I'm not going to like it. So she distanced herself from been there, done that, or uh, whatever, uh, or everything happened for a reason. Yeah. And and I say to her, I, I maybe well, now I can get in some trouble here if I say this, but I could put my <laughs> hand on her arm very maybe one finger on her wrist maybe and ask permission first and say yes. it's okay really yeah. i see but i could say i see where you're coming from that one finger on her wrist finger on her wrist can before. i put one finger on your wrist yeah. and then you just you negotiate which finger right obviously and i could be taking her pulse i could say <laughs> actually i'm a doctor and i'm taking your pulse because you just said something that might agitate you so i just want to make sure your heart rate's not too high i think that could be a defense. right you could be saving her life, but yeah. Go, go yeah well, anyway, so uh, yeah, so that's that's the, the thing with it. Where you know, I, that's where I like to say, but yeah, I, I, I use one too. Say to see where she's coming from is sort of a you know cliche. I don't know. It's yeah, it's uh, so I yeah, I would hope in that case. That's a but that Tommy, the great question. They don't get any money for it, should they? No, do they get money? Yeah, and and, 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 and and I mean, I imagine that the, uh, 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 a scenario where the the woman that came up with, or the man, whoever it yeah. was, trans person, came up with uh, a, a the uh, uh, everything happens for a reason, and been there, done that. Like, imagine you're on a date, and she wow. came up with that, and then you found out that you know what? No, she never got a penny for it, and she's very bitter about that. Mm. Well, that, what about yeah. that? What about that? How's that? For, and then you're you're definitely going to be paying for that date. Obviously. Oh yeah, you're yeah, gonna be, yeah. No, but uh, that, and that begs the question again, as we referred to with ghostwriters, couldn't we all say that we wrote those cliches? How do you? Yeah. There's no 
and maybe we could expand in a cliche directory like the patent office uh, or the U.S. office of the copyright, where you literally get to patent your, your phrases and, and, and cliches. And, uh, you know, but also, Tommy, this is as we wind down what to be positive, as we always try to be. What a moment, though. And maybe this is all it takes. Yeah. You may, yes, you don't get paid other than the feeling of satisfaction. But what about you're walking on a street and you hear someone yeah. say, yeah been there, done that. And you pause, you look back, you smile through your mask and go, hey, that's mine. And then you walk on. <laughs> so maybe that's all the payment you need. And uh... Right. If, if you're the person that wrote been there, yeah. done that. Yeah. Right. So, so you've been going through life and you've been like, you know, first you spent the first 10 years going, hey, hey, buddy, you just said that you're, you, you know, you're that you have to pay me. You have to pay royalties yeah. here, here, here. And then you give them a, a form to fill out and they never do. Right. right. And it's just frustrating you. And, and, and you, you know, and, and you're that crazy person who yet starts yelling when people say been there, done that. <laughs> That's my phrase. Right. Yeah. And nobody really understands what you're even talking yeah. about. Eventually, though, you reach an acceptance and you say, you know what? Just like you said, wearing a mask walking down the street, somebody says, been there, done that. And you go, you know what? That's my phrase. That's, I didn't get paid for it, but I enabled it. And, and maybe there's some things that are more important. Scotty, on that well, note, a... I, I don't know of a more hopeful or <laughs> poignant way to, to, to uh, I hate to say end the podcast, even, even, momentarily, uh, even though we mean until momentarily. Yeah. Put it on pause till tomorrow. Put it on pause. Yeah. And, and in, and, and in uh, historical uh, sense of the history of the universe, it really is just a moment before we, we resume this podcast again. So it really is a, a momentary pause. And, and on that note, Scotty, on that very, very heartfelt <laughs> note, I, well, I say that I'm, I'm still Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And we are getting through this.